Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Exoverse TV. I am Andrew and uh, I am here today with uh, Derek, a uh, nice regular on the show. Say with, what's up Derek? How are you? Pretty good. Uh, once again, thank you again for coming to the new place. I know you were here for the last episode I did, yeah, but nice. we got a nice setup. Yeah, thank nice you. Toys. Trying to trying to get a nice flow going. Um, I am also here today. I get to introduce somebody new to everybody. My lovely, beautiful, and hilarious <laughs> fiance, Melissa. Say hi, Melissa. Hello. <laughs> How you doing? I'm good. How yeah. Super pregnant. Yeah, super pregnant. Super pregnant. <laughs> 25 weeks. Uh. So. Look at that intro. <laughs> now I know what I need to do to step up. <laughs> get that intro. Yeah, you got to get pregnant, bro. Yeah. Get that glow <laughs> <on>. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me the time. Yeah, that's true. I kind of gave you kind of like a bunk fucking intro. <laughs> yeah. like, the, the hilarious. Yeah. I was the actually, dedicated. I was actually kind of sitting here thinking, like, wow, he chose me over the fiance. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> with me first, and then I realized, oh, let's get this one out of the no. way. <laughs> Save best for last. No, I'm just oh, I fucked up. I no, fucked up. you did. You, uh, I'm. I'm it, you wouldn't have won either way. Nope. It's true. Yeah. It's true. This is what I have to look forward to with a house full of girls, anyways. <laughs> yes. <sure>. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So hey. Uh. So what's up, everybody? So hey. Guess what? Um. So Game of Thrones is over, and I know that I introduced Exoverse TV to everybody as. Uh, you know, primarily it was, it, it was basically just review episodes of all the season eight episodes of Game of Thrones. Uh, the show's over and, and I got to be able to figure out where I was going to take the podcast from here. Um, we are also, I'd like to say, we're not exclusively uh, sticking to things that are airing on HBO, but the next series that we decided to tackle uh, this week was HBO's Barry. Um, Melissa and I uh, fell in love with it in season one, so and uh, season two was airing at the same time as, as Game of Thrones episodes were, so I was talking to Derek about it, and you yeah. fell in love with it instantly, yeah. you right? You told me to go watch it. I did. <laughs> Almost blew through the whole first season in like one sitting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so this show this show's fantastic. Um, I don't know how you would categorize it, which is probably you know, an indication of why it's so amazing. It's a dark comedy. Yeah, it's a dark comedy, but but it it doesn't follow, it doesn't even necessarily have to have any kind of joke at, at the end of any, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's not even, I don't know. To me, it, it's got a little bit more leeway there. Um, it's, it's funny because the thought of this being a real thing is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, the premise being uh, Bill Hader plays a ex-Marine who, I guess, uh, over time we have, we eventually learned was maybe dishonorably discharged in some way or something like that. And when he's done um, with his time as a Marine, he gets recruited by an old family friend. Um, Fuchs is his last name. I'm forgetting his first name right now. Um, uh, Monroe Fuchs. And uh, this guy gets him um, gigs as a hitman, and he's very, very good at it. He's ex- very, very good, very Born good killer. at killing. Yeah, um, and it seems to be maybe one of the only things that he's ever been good at. Um, he's a guy who hasn't had very many relationships in his life. Um, something that you pointed out really well when you were reviewing the show with me, just while we were watching it. Um, 
just talking about how easily it is for everybody to walk all over him and coax him into doing whatever they need him to do. Um, Fuchs or um, some people that we're going to discuss that he meets here shortly. Um, but anyways, during one of his hits, uh, we meet, this is pretty much the pilot episode and how this plays out, how we meet everybody. Uh, during one of his hits, he follows his target to an acting class and um, makes a, a major error as a hitman and makes contact um, and speaks to his target. His name is Ryan Madison, and he's one of these actors in this um, theater group. And he gets him to do help him with this scene up on stage. And um, as soon as he gets some a little bit of attention and people kind of clap for him and stuff like that, he kind of falls in love with it right then and there, Caught I think. The yep, he catches that bug and um, real. and realizes that there's something else that he might be able to do with his life. And um, the show is basically the struggle that he has trying to break away from his life as a uh, very, very successful um, hitman. Um, and he's, he's a guy who's attempting to be an actor and he's absolutely terrible at it yeah. and um henry winkler plays uh the acting teacher in this theater group and it's, it's fucking awesome that they got henry winkler to play the type of character that they did because he's not like uh not any kind of like piece of shit or anything yeah. but he's um he it, uh, essentially the um it's not what you would the, think the, of henry when you no, think henry winkler no yeah. it, it's essentially they they're making fun of the washed up actor who goes yeah. to teach now. Yeah. And, and obviously makes things a little bit more <clears throat> uh in, like I don't know, he's just a little over the top with his teaching and his yeah. styling. It's just And everything's sort of like a shrine to himself yeah. kind of a thing. In, in it's sense, all yeah. yeah, so that he can sort of talk about oh well, when I played this part, you know, yeah. kind of a thing. He pulls up, everyone applauds him getting out of the car. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> so what we're doing today is uh, we're actually... We're, uh, here in the room, we're going to be talking about season one and two together. I'm probably not going to be releasing them right back to back, but season two just finished airing. The finale aired a couple weeks ago, and uh, we know that they got renewed for season three, which makes us uh, really happy. So we thought it'd be really cool to go back, review season one, then we'll do a season two recap, and then we'll just sort of try and you know give people some updates on Facebook or Twitter or stuff like that uh, throughout the year or so that it takes them to put out season three, and then of course we'll try and do touch on touch on it that way. By that point, I don't know exactly what the format of this show will be if we'll be kind of discussing them weekly or, or what, but um, that's that's the plan at, at this point in time. So uh, what I did was I printed up um, kind of just the the Wikipedia. Um, information for Barry got the episode synopsis here so I'll sort of read through that so we can kind of go through the major beats of the episode so that you guys as as listeners can actually have us legitimately review the episode for you give you a bit of a rundown on what takes place but um, for the most part this is a real light-hearted uh, one we just really love this show we don't have any major critiques or anything no. of, of this yeah. series and if you haven't watched it yet push pause on this 
Yes, yeah, please. Watch and, uh, please, and please, 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 and then come back and just celebrate the show with us because, yeah, that is that is not what this is going to be. We're not crit- critiquing this show. Um, it's barely a review. This is just us ha- is just finding me. an excuse to sit and nerd out about yeah. this for a little bit. Just <laughs> over-the-pants hand stuff for HP. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, um, so let's go ahead and dive right into it, okay? So um, first I'll just kind of go over real quick some of the, the major players um, – I mostly, right here, I actually only printed out guys that are in season one here. So uh, Bill Hader, of course, plays Barry Berkman, the lead character. I said uh, Stephen Root uh, plays Monroe Fuchs, that guy that uh, recruited him into the Hitman world. Sarah Goldberg plays Sally Reed, who is um, sort of a a love interest and his girlfriend um, after a certain point. Spoiler alert. Um, But like I said, we told you to pause this and go watch the show. Um, uh, It's your fault now. Yeah. (laughs) So she's she she's kind of the 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 biggest female um, uh, actress in in the series. Yeah. Um, And then we have uh, Glenn Flesher Fleshler. Um, He plays uh, Goran Goran Goran. Yeah. Goran Pazar, um, which is sort of the uh, the leader of the Chechen mafia, who employs Barry to take out a man who has been sleeping with his wife. That's that's what the the um, pilot episode is is really all about, and how you meet these characters. Anthony Kerrigan, who uh, pretty much, I mean, he's got to be like, I mean, aside from Bill Hader, yeah. he makes this show. He plays really Noho does. Hank. Um, I'll just go ahead and read off how he's described here because this is going to be worded way better than I can do it. Um, he plays an effusively positive member of the Chechen Mafia and Goran, Gor, why am I having str- <laughs> Goran's uh, right-hand man. He later becomes the leader of the Chechen Mafia himself but struggles with the... Res- oh, well, okay. Well, I could have read that for... Uh, so spoiler alert again. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> so we're going to go through it. Yeah. Well, anyways, he's cool. <laughs> um, Henry Winkler plays Gene uh, Cousinow. He is that acting teacher. Um, we also have uh, Paula Newsom, who plays Detective Janice Moss. She's going to be a fun character to know. She's uh, going to be uh, somebody who uh, Gene uh, Cousinow has a lot of interaction with. Um, and then a bunch of other uh, characters that are really fun. A lot of other uh People that are actors in that theater group and everything like that, lots of fun side characters and 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 all of that. Is there anybody super important that I should be pointing out for season one that I missed? No, I don't think so. Well, no, I think you nailed it right there. Okay. Yeah. Um. So chapter one, uh, the episodes are, are are titled as chapters. So chapter one is make your mark. Um. We we kind of like I, I've been alluding to, or been referring back to the fact that a lot of this stuff is what um the premise of the pilot episode is uh, Barry Berkman, a Marine turned hitman is sent by his handler Marine Mar- Monroe Fuchs to Los Angeles to perform a hit for the Chechen mob boss, Grand Pizar. Um, he wants him to kill this Ryan Madison guy who has been sleeping uh, with his wife. Um, what did you guys think of the way that Bill Hader sort of uh, stumbles into the the theater i know that you derek were talking about how that's exactly what it looks like when you step into that kind of a place yeah it's uh it's it's really interesting these uh theater actors and film actors are quite a different breed and it's really funny because the the it's like the theater people they they breathe it it's it's they live there like the the stage is their home anywhere else is just until they can get the stage again and so when they're there, all they do is talk about it, talk about the, what they've done on stage, what they're about to do, what they could 
kind of almost tooting their own horn without tooting their horn and it's just it 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 seemed just like that like it just these type of people were just well done the actors did a great job portraying them and walking in uh you, you see them rehearsing poorly yeah <laughs> nervous for for reasons of uh, getting to perform in front of their their idol instructor uh Henry Winkler uh, um Gene yeah but yeah it's it just well done set up just to get uh, for Barry to walk in and get his first little taste of who these people are. Right? Yeah. And what they're doing, what they love to do. And there's, they're not holding back. They're not, uh, they don't apologize for it, uh, who they are and yeah. just doing it. Yeah. And they're all here to do it together even, or just eventually beat each other out for parts. And yeah. Shit. Yeah. They also like, don't know who they are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah, that's like, that is their whole life struggle is trying to figure out like what, what major moment, what single moment in my childhood defines me. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, Barry tries to back out of the hit because he likes these guys. He likes what they get to do and how they all get to feel. And he, he liked how it felt when everybody gave him a round of applause when he was on stage and he delivered that uh, line terribly. And um, so he tries to back out of the hit. And Fuchs tells him that, you know, these Chechens are fucking serious and they're going to kill the hell out of us if you don't follow through with it. Yeah. Um, he's witnessed by NoHo Hank, um, you know, driving Ryan home and being buddy-buddy with them. And um, so... Um, and the reason why I'm talking so much about this, uh, just this pilot episode is because obviously setting a lot of things up and letting you understand where everybody met each other at. Um, he, uh, meets Sally, uh, really kind of gets to know her and everything and actually meets her, meets her while they're out drinking that night, um, and, and dancing and stuff like that at the bar, um, that, that he was witnessed uh, not fulfilling the hit by NoHo Hank, and they go ahead and they take care of the job for him. Um, he's approaching Ryan to what? What was he doing when he, he showed gonna, up? He was going to go. He was showing up. He was showing up. Uh, w- what was the? Oh, okay, Ryan. That's right. But we see Ryan Madison like pulling up, mm-hmm. and so he was just coming home from class, right? Somewhere, I somewhere think. like oh we don't class, know where he's yeah. coming from. Yeah. So anyways, yeah, Maybe it was the bar afterwards. I don't yeah, know. it was a crazy scene. So he's like he pulls he pulls up at home, kind of goes right off screen a little bit, and then as uh, Barry's approaching his car to go ahead and follow through with it and pulls out his gun, uh, Ryan's brain's already blown out all over the place, and he looks across the street and he sees uh, the Chechens in the car, including Noho Hank, and this was a really really. Uh, well done yeah. scene. I mean, this this scene showed you how it made you see re- realize how serious. Yeah, I mean, it it, it really it's what I think s- would sell anybody who laughs at the premise. Like Bill Hader as a hitman. Yeah. It's like okay, watch this. Yeah, are you fucking serious? Are you fucking serious? Yeah, like serious. Yeah, we'll get into that. Yeah. So yeah, he seemingly, as far as you know, as far as we know, he kills everybody in um, that car, and that's pretty much. I mean, that's about how that pilot episode um, uh, winds up or winds down. He runs from the scene, goes into a diner. Uh, we see Melissa Villasenor kind of got a little guest appearance there for a moment as a as a waitress, and uh, he tells her that he's an actor. She she's an actress practicing for lines. He goes, I'm an actor too. <laughs> And that's that's he's made up his mind that he's going to try this. And that's the pilot episode. That's how the series is set up. 
And then um, and this it just gets fucking crazier from here. Um, chapter two is when we meet uh, all of the uh, detectives and everything that are going to be working on this case throughout the season because of obviously of Ryan's death. Um, they are uh, aware and that the, the dead Chechkins. What? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and the and the dead Chechens that are there. Um, there are there. Um, they confiscate or uh, what's the word I'm trying to get? But they they take a, uh, a lipstick camera from the dash cam yeah, the of the car left. that Noho Hank left there because he's a. Uh, what does he say? He's like he's a gearhead. Yeah, yeah. He can't help him. He can't help himself. Um, so yeah. So uh, unfortunately, Noho Hank filmed uh, the whole scene, um, and the detectives got their hands on it. And that becomes a big key piece of evidence throughout the se- season is trying to figure out who the fuck the the fuzzy figure is um, in the footage because they can't see a face. They can just tell that, you know, obviously there's like a tall, skinny guy yeah. pulling a trigger. Um, we also find out that Noho Hank survived, which made me very, very relieved. Yeah. Do you remember when we first watched that? Yeah. Back when it originally aired? Yeah. And I was just like, we first meet Noho Hank, and it's I was like, really funny. I yeah. fucking love this guy. If this guy is character. in this show like the whole time, I'm in. I'm yeah. in. And then at the end of that pilot episode, <laughs> I was like, no, fuck. <laughs> and, uh, and then, yeah, I was so relieved when the next one aired, and he's back and, and safe and sound. And then I kind of knew, like, okay, that they know he's awesome, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Was in, that, in the first episode, I believe, they when they kind of bring Barry in, he was like, hey, if you don't do this, we're going to kill Fuchs. Yeah. Right? Was that that episode? Was that episode one, or am I jumping ahead? No, yeah. No, that's exactly what we're going to do next, yeah. is they, they kidnap... Um, uh, right here, it's uh, so uh, Barry and Fuchs are kidnapped by the Chechens, and Fuchs is tortured um, yeah. uh, for not um, for. Uh, but no, it's be- wait. Oh shoot! Why am I drawing a blank here on it's why? Barry didn't because didn't Barry didn't mark. do the job. Just because yeah. he didn't do and it. Then yeah. He okay. Some of his men. Yeah. And oh, and so- then that's the scene that then they can they tell him that he can do this other thing, yeah. and then they or, won't kill Fuchs. Or, but yeah. if you don't do it, we're gonna kill Fuchs. And, yeah. and he and he didn't want to do it. Yeah. And he's like, we'll kill him right now, or whatever. And he finally agreed to do it, so he didn't watch Fuchs die. Yeah. And uh, no ho. Lines, oh, he cares for the Fuchs. Yeah, <laughs> that's it, nice. Yeah, in that, in that first pilot, in the first opening scene, it's Barry waking up in his apartment and it's snowing outside because they're from, is it like Ohio? Cleveland. Or Cle- yeah. yeah, and you know, there's no pictures on the wall. There's like some posters, like just band posters, no yeah. frames or nothing. You know, it almost looks like a teenager's room, but there's no pictures of any family. You know, he's got, like, his, his medals and stuff, but that's about it. And there's no sense of, like, home. It's very empty, just yeah. place for him to go. Yeah, so. that's a good point. And also, it kind of just shows that he doesn't have really too much... It doesn't have much interest other than yeah. maybe there's a band or two he likes. Or like yeah. yeah. Yeah, he, like, hasn't had an opportunity to Wasn't discover he himself. was a video game? Like, yeah, he yeah, he plays video a video game, game yeah. plays a race, like, a racing game or something, right? Something like that, yeah. yeah. Um... Yeah, yeah, that little montage. Just yeah, and the, then and then Fuchs yeah. enters, and that's that's the only that's the well, only kind sleeping, of person right? that he has. Isn't that yeah. while he was sleeping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, yeah. <laughs> he like wakes up. And he's like, "What are you doing here? <laughs> How long have you been watching me sleep?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's that was that was too weird, too creepy. 
Fuchs isn't even Steven sneaky Root's like excellent that. Excellent too. Oh, he's yeah. the best. Yeah. I, I couldn't. I can't think of. I can't think of anybody that better suited for that. Yeah. That's the best yeah. guy to play that. He's excellent. Um. Yeah. So, uh, Gene, of course, then informs the class that Ryan has uh, been murdered, um, and uh, sends everybody home to grieve. But of course, still charges full yeah. price for <laughs> <Yeah>. the day <laughs> <laughs> because that's the Gene Cousinow way. Um, no refunds. They plan an onstage memorial service for Ryan, where all members will perform a piece in his honor. Sally asks Barry to perform a scene from Doubt, the last <laughs> piece she and Ryan performed together in class. Um, uh, th- that was pretty funny. Uh, the whole thing of uh, Gene walking in on them while he's trying to find the bathroom, and they're like they're rehearsing the lines, and he's yeah. just like <laughs> he has to go so bad, and he's just like, wait, 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 you're not doing Doubt, are you? <laughs> Um, at the uh, service, Gene has Ryan's father show up, who delivers an impassioned speech. The speech causes Barry significant distress because he has never before seen the grief and pain he has inflicted on people who knew Barry's victims. Um, so this is a huge uh, part. The last minute, Barry declines to perform the doubt piece because he is still shaken from the encounter with Ryan's father. Barry walks Sally home. Um, at which time she expresses her desire to have sex with him, to sleep with him. Uh, to Sally's surprise, Barry declines her advances and rushes off. Um, and from afar, a Chechen takes a photo of Sally, and that's how season two closes, or uh, episode two closes there. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you guys think of, of that? Any any thoughts on episode two? Any special notes that you had taken there, mm. Melissa? No, not no? really. No, not really? Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I... I I Were you in love with the show yet at this point? Oh, it was the first episode. I okay. was in love with the show. Uh, this was also uh, pretty powerful because I thought um, in uh, episode one, two, I think we kind of glossed over. Uh, uh, Barry uses a true story kind of vents to Gene. Yes, that is very into, important. Yeah, letting yeah. him into the class, and he tells uh, you know the story pretty much how he's. You know, ex-military who's become a hitman, but he doesn't want to do it anymore, and he's just venting. But Gene takes it as a, a piece. He thinks he's doing a monologue, mm-hmm. and he's using. Wait, are you telling me that was an improvisation? <laughs> improvisation. <laughs> yeah, and so you could see that his emotions are what really make him the good actor. And, yeah, uh, and so I saw. Uh, I thought this was going to be a good setup for him to see the dad's speech and get sad and just deliver again on another good piece mm-hmm. uh, which they didn't do so at first I was thinking oh man they missed out on that that would have been really good that would have been just furthering the point more <coughs> which later down the road they do so they didn't yeah. need to do it now and it's almost now I'm glad that they didn't because that would have been something they just overused yeah that's yeah. a that's probably they benefited something like that's probably um, part of something that is a huge benefit from writing the entire season in advance rather than kind of like going at, you know, along and everything. Yeah. Yeah, um, All right. So uh, chapter three, uh, make the unsafe choice. This one is titled Barry is ready to kill the Chechen's next target Paco, but is told to wait by Noho Hank. Uh, Pizar's new assassin Stovka arrives and is instructed to kill Barry and Fuchs once Barry returns. Fuchs attempts to talk Stovka out of killing him, and uh, Stovka ends up killing himself instead. Yep. Uh, what do you guys think of that whole that sequence? Was 
Yeah, that really was. It felt like like if Barry didn't get out of what he was doing, he was going to end up like him, like Stove Cup. Yeah, yeah, right. Like that. Oh, I that yeah. That's old. That's that's yeah. old Barry. Yeah, that that would have been old Barry. If, that's if awesome because I didn't even. I, yeah, that never occurred to me. Yeah, yeah. life of <laughs> a, a life of murder just is. Fuck. Never that's why you're on this show. <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna be fulfilling. No, that's, yeah. a, that's a really solid point. That's a really <laughs> solid point. And, um. And of course, who's talking to him when he decides to kill himself? Fuchs, Fuchs, who's just yeah. spewing bullshit to him yeah. to try to save his own life, oh who no. spews bullshit to Barry to keep him doing exactly. the job. Oh no, yeah. foreshadowing. Yeah. If this was if this was Game of Thrones season seven, <laughs> yes, and, and of course it would have been over though. The next he would have killed himself the next episode. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> got speed shit up. <laughs> um, all right, yeah. So hey, and who does any you've that actor is very recognizable. Oh, yeah, I know oh, I've seen yeah. him in yeah, stuff. He's but in everything. He's, yeah. he's, he's literally any homeless man, any yeah. <laughs> drunken old man at a bar. Yeah, so yeah. I apo- I apologize for not <laughs> having his name pr- ready here, but yeah, that guy was awesome. That, yeah. guy, that guy was great. Um, Detective Moss and Loach learn of Ryan Madison's connection to Pizarre and question Gene and his students. Barry helps Sally prepare for an audition where Sally learns the lead actress is a former friend who had worked who she had worked with on a failed TV series. Sally's devastated by the other actress's success and cries during her audition. Um, this this stuff here, early on in the in the show, I think we struggled to like her character yeah. very much. And I think during stuff like this, I wouldn't say we checked out on, on first viewing, no. but... But I think we were just sort of we weren't rooting for her yet. She's a great actress. Yeah, uh, someone that is very easy to not like. <laughs> she, <Yeah. laughs> she was like her character is so vain and so into herself. Yeah, that, and she plays it so well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Larry Hankin was the guy that. Oh, nice, ah. Larry Hankin. Stovka. Great job, sir. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your portrayal. <laughs> Um, Barry prepares to take out Paco, but is interrupted by a phone call from Sally, who vents about her problems and begs him to come over. Barry misses his chance to kill Paco with a sniper rifle and is forced to break into his house later and strangle him to death. Uh, Barry then goes to... Oh, he does that immediately. That's right. That's what he does. I thought he like left and he had to come back. Okay, so that's he has to decide to do it a dirty way then. He goes to Sally's house where they uh, sleep together and Barry daydreams about a happy life with her, which becomes the, is that the first, that's the first daydream sequence, yeah. which later, keep in, uh, pay attention to us uh, mentioning these daydreaming sequence because uh, it, it becomes a really big deal toward, by the end of the season here. Mm-hmm. Um, and and really, that, I mean, that's that's the, the way episode three went. Was there anything special about episode three that you guys remember? Mm-mm. Um, no, I mean, it, it was, it, it was just, oh man, tongue tied. No, it was, it was just a solid, uh, flow episode. It yeah. Keep, it kept the movement going. It, it wasn't anything wrong with it whatsoever. It still was really good. But yeah, uh, that's where we, I think we really start to get a bigger picture of Sally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I think we also, that was kind of, if I remember correctly, we, we also got like a really big taste of, um, there was a lot of the detectives. Uh, Moss and Loach, like their yeah, interactions together and together. stuff like that, their dynamic. Yeah, and uh, with Sally, like you said, like I didn't really like her, but that's yeah. how good of an actress she is. She's playing this very 
egotistical, oh, self-centered yeah. person. It's me. It's about me. It's about me and anybody. Yeah. And there's a lot of people you meet out there where like they start talking about something. And it's just like, well, let me tell, let me. Oh yeah, just like that. But with me, I've done that. But then this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like they kind of tell, uh, like you tell them a story. It's like, oh yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, no, not you too. We <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So chapter four, uh, titled "Commit to You." Um, this is one of my favorites. This is where stuff really starts getting crazy. We meet a bunch of uh, new people, new players. Um, this episode as well. Uh, Barry reconnects with Chris, an old military friend. Fuchs mm-hmm. gives Barry his next job. Um, to well, let's go ahead and just let's let's go ahead and start with just Chris meeting meeting him and his uh his uh, uh Chris's Marine buddies. Mm-hmm. Um, did you guys did you like those guys? Did they seem? Oh no, you don't like them. No, <laughs> no. You're not supposed to. But at the same time, they're yeah, they're a couple of meatheads. Great characters. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um, they're just like rampaging, acting like a bunch of frat bros at a at a party with a bunch of a- actors. You know, <laughs> um, so you can imagine how they're like making everybody super uncomfortable. Um, Fuchs gives Barry his next job to raid a Bolivian stash house, but Barry believes it to be too dangerous and backs out. Um, Sally prepares for an audition with her agent. She rejects his sexual advances, and he claims he was only joking. Yeah, that was fucking creepy. That was a weird... Welcome to Hollywood. Yeah, and that that guy, I mean, the way that... Yeah, that seemed... I liked how they threw that in there. Obviously, you don't like watching that, but I liked that they threw him going in like... I was only joking. Jeez, like, what but, are you talking about? But if it about? went like, that way, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, that's what's so fucking dark joke, about it. I'm only it. joking if I'm if I'm in the wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at the audition, Sally is told by the casting assistant that her agent does not represent her and is sent home. Devastated, Sally cries in her car. Detective Moss meets with Jean at a restaurant, expecting pertinent information about her case. Realizing it is actually a date, she stays anyways. Um, this was awesome. I love uh, Jean and Detective <laughs> Moss and her kind of giving him a shot. Um, I think he. This is when is this the, when he propositions her that if. If it's not the best uh, plate of whatever chicken kind of chicken ala king, yeah, chicken ala king <laughs> she's ever had, she can just kick him right in the balls. Good swift kick in <laughs> <Yeah>. the balls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the way he delivers his lines is so awesome. I love, I love when she like says too, like uh, that it wasn't the best, and he just kind of goes like, oh, and he just looks down at his yeah. crotch like goodbye. <laughs> there goes my nuts. <laughs> um. Uh, so yeah, realizing it's a, actually a day she stays anyway, police techs manage to unlock the lipstick camera, revealing footage of a tall, unrecognizable figure who, unbeknownst to them, is Barry. At a party, Barry presents Sally with a new laptop as a gift, but she is offended by the gesture. Um, just a quick uh, funny thing about that part of that episode. Alec Berg and Barry, when they were in the writer's room, they thought that that was a genuinely nice gift and they weren't writing the scene to go that way. And then all of the females in the room were like, that's creepy as fuck. <laughs> and they were like, literally, Bill Hader and Alec Berg were like, what? Uh, seriously? Like, that's too much? Yeah. Okay, well, all right. So then we'll just, she doesn't like it then. And I like that instead of them changing like what he does, they just give sally the reaction that the women had yeah. the, you know so that was really Made really real. cool yeah yeah because yeah. i mean yeah that would have been me too mm-hmm. by the way like you know what i mean yeah. like if i hadn't that's if i hadn't had 
relationships under my belt like mm-hmm. before i met you that's yeah. exactly what i would just be trying yeah. to do all the yeah. time to please you it's no, just this like is, yeah i mother's day is the hardest man I, I, a t-shirt one year a pillow and blanket set the next this year i went with like a not expensive but like a, a star wars diamond necklace so i don't i'm all over the goddamn ball nice <laughs> shit i have no idea yeah and, next year is gonna be tough. and i don't know well, i don't know the reaction wise i didn't get a good reaction or a bad reaction i got no reaction so i don't know where i'm at so oh, just no. like was that good was that bad well i think that kind of yeah that it's a clean slate you can go back to like Starbucks gift cards. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. I'll start, take a start that. Gift card. <laughs> Put that on a necklace. <laughs> yeah. Um, Barry invites Chris, who brings two other rowdy Marines, Vaughn and Taylor. Barry sees Sally flirting with another man and tells him to back off, angering Sally. Taylor finds Barry's intel on the stash house raid and tells Barry he wants in while they're uh, leaving that party after they got kicked out. Um, What'd you guys think of that episode? Uh, it was good because it it really shows, like you said, he doesn't really have relationships, mm-hmm. so he doesn't know how to go about it, and he's taking yeah. the word of these meatheads. There's like, they're like, oh, she's totally hitting on your chick, and he's like, well, yeah. she's not yours. Yeah, like, and you shouldn't be getting all mad. And after a couple beers, you're gonna listen to these dudes and mm-hmm. overreact, and yeah. It's just, goes to the he doesn't have experience in this so mm-hmm. no relationships with other ones so he doesn't really even know how to w- even yeah. move where to navigate in this in, in, in this attempt of a relationship mm-hmm. so yeah yeah they they hook up and he's like okay well she's mine yeah. and uh, you know in real life that's not how it always goes yeah. unfortunately and yeah he had to figure that out the hard way one thing that i did make a note of was uh after he flips out on her and the guy that she's talking to, she says, do you even know what it feels like to have someone tell you what you are or or who you are? And he says no at the time, but throughout the few episodes that have already passed, he's constantly told that he is a stone cold killer. Like that's all he is. That's the only thing he's good at. And it's like, no, you know, like Barry knows that he has more potential But he gets told constantly that this is all that he's good at. Yeah. And he really does. He, he does know what that feels like, but he just. He's he, not. He didn't know anything different. Exactly. To know that that he's in. The, yeah. The and then also, uh, even if he even if he he can't even if he can relate to it, he can't really. How does he express that to her? Exactly. You know, he couldn't yeah. even come clean about what the hell, how he does know what she's talking about yeah. and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's. Yeah. Can't vent. It's just yeah. great. It's just great character building and development you know conflict what i mean it's yeah self-conflict and oh yeah um yeah so chapter five uh titled do your job sally suggests to barry that they should take a break from each other only to immediately discover they have been cast as scene partners in the shakespeare showcase so yeah this, she's pissed at Barry for uh, his behavior at the party. I ain't no thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't own me. Um, Detective Moss returns to the acting class and re-interviews three men, including Barry, who could match the photo of the tall, unrecognizable figure from the lipstick camera. Barry provides an alibi with the help of Fuchs, who tells him to kill Taylor once the uh, raid is done. Um, so yeah, this is the part here where they hit Barry and Fuchs. They have this elaborate system, right? Of like these, 
uh, fictional characters that they are uh, anytime that they're in a jam, right? This is yeah, isn't this a part where they ref. So if up. they if he references him by this name, he's got a particular phone yep. that's got some stuff oh, yeah, you know written on it, yeah, so that he knows like okay, I gotta act like I'm in a uh, in a big you know shop here or whatever. Yeah. So genius, that's so fun. Um, so uh, Barry, uh, sorry, Fuchs uh, tells him to kill Bear Taylor once the uh, raid is done. Barry reluctantly agrees despite his qualms about killing a fellow Marine. The acting class discusses the morality of Macbeth, and Barry tells the class, I've killed people. I should just go and blow my brains out. Um, that was a great scene. Yeah, yeah. referring to the time as uh, his time as a Marine. Gene replies, if you kill, <laughs> if you kill outside of war, you're a fucking psycho. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you're irredeemable. So, so yeah, the, the the issue being like they're they're arguing whether it's okay to kill or not, and that makes you a monster and all that stuff. And obviously, he's killed in the military, mm-hmm. and so they don't realize what they're saying about him. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, they don't realize what they're saying also accurate about yeah. him. Yeah. And so he's on his own dilemma moral mm-hmm. dilemma because you think he's about to come out about the well i've done it i've killed oh but yeah he's, he has killed in the military yeah. yeah so he's got that almost go-to for uh an excuse as to what he's doing now but mm-hmm. at the same time uh, to have this conversation that is yeah but at the same time it does have a really good it's a really good conversation like uh, th- these people that we train and pay to kill people mm-hmm that make them monsters because they've done it you know yeah but then they go back to the well if you do it outside of war then yeah you're <laughs> <laughs> then you're then you're a fucking psycho I, I love that part <laughs> <laughs> um, that night Barry and Taylor successfully raid the stash house killing several men with Taylor doing most of the killing as well as saving Barry's life uh, the next morning Barry meets with Fuchs, who is happy to see Barry alive. Taylor soon joins, revealing Barry did not follow Fuchs' advice. Um, what do you guys think of that whole sequence that of them, that, that raid and everything? Oh, the, the whole, okay, well done. Yeah. Like, yeah. you can tell they had some um, military people on set with them mm-hmm. to kind of go over yeah. uh, step by step how they would go about it. Uh, yeah. And you could see it. Yeah, they they say in the after the episode thing that um, while they were getting training for that episode, that those guys doing the training kept referring to you know this guy is um, I, I might I might be butchering what they said, but like this is your brother, this is you know you, you need to have each other's back or whatever, and they're like they were hearing that and realizing like yeah that's what this is about is you know that um, that's exactly why he's gonna ultimately decide that he Not can't kill, kill him, him. yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, and put a pin in 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 that decision. I mean, that's it's important to pay attention to why he chose uh, that he chose not to kill Taylor, who um, um, is more of sort of like a brute force. Um, not not. I guess he's kind of like a bad Marine, really. I mean, because he's all gung ho, rah rah, just oh, wants yeah. to blow shit yeah. up and kill people, right? Yeah. So he's he doesn't represent like an all American classic marine what you want out of your veteran you know yeah. what i mean mm-hmm. and so it's it, it just keep that in mind while we talk about some of this later uh stuff uh going on in the story 
Um, chapter six, uh, listen with your ears, react with your face. Uh, Barry and Fuchs survey a desert airstrip where the Bolivian drug lord Cristobal um, Cifuentes is set to land, and Fuchs tells Barry he wants Taylor gone. At the stash house, Pizarre tells, ooh, Vasha? To stop, f- oh, that's the guy, that's that weird guy. Okay, tells Vasha <laughs> to stop photographing Barry. Um, yeah, that part was super funny. That's the part where, isn't that the part where um, Goran is kind of mocking the Bolivians? He gets on his knees and he's like, soon they will oh, come yeah. to take the stash out. <laughs> and he's like, he's on his knees and Noho Hank's like, oh, yeah, because they're so short. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then this Vasha guy comes up and he starts like ratting on Barry for not doing what he's supposed to, whatever. And they're just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Who told you? Yeah. Who told you to go photograph berries? Like we're not supposed to be connected. If you have seen photographing Barry, then we're connected <laughs> to Barry. You know, so um so there's like kind of this running gag with this Vasha guy because uh, Barry killed his brother and he wants revenge. Um uh oh, that's exactly the next line. Vasha wants revenge because mm-hmm. Barry killed his brother. After spending the night You're with a prophet. Yeah. <laughs> after spending the night with Jean, Detective Moss tells him their relationship crosses a line and she is investigating his class. Um at Taylor's apartment, Barry tells him he could take over Barry's job and work for Fuchs, but Taylor tells Barry he should just kill Fuchs. Um uh and he seemed like he, it was funny. Barry was kind of like Wait, I can do that? Yeah. Like, <laughs> just like, what are you talking about? Like, mm-hmm. I could just, like, take matters into my own hands? Well, yeah, <laughs> he's, he's the guy that <laughs> set the tasks, not... Mm-hmm. He wasn't the task. Yeah. Know, so. mm-hmm. um, without Barry's knowledge, Taylor stuffs money stolen from the stash house into Barry's backpack. At acting class, Barry finds the money and hides it in the bathroom ceiling. Vacha arrives at the class and follows Sally to her car, but bumps into Moss, who has come to rekindle her relationship with Jean. Uh, Vacha runs, and Moss eventually kills him in a shootout, um, which leads the detectives um, uh, to find the cash hidden in the bathroom. Barry tells Taylor um, that he... uh, By the way, I love how... how well done this is them having such a good excuse to have to be coming back there. You know what I mean? Like that was really, really cool. Uh, Barry tells Taylor he will do the job. He'll do the job alone, but Taylor arrives with Vaughn and Chris to bum rush the airstrip. Having followed advice he found in Barry's copy of Gene's book. Uh, They drive to the airfield, but are ambush ambushed by gunfire. So um, yeah, this episode closes in a really cool way of everybody there. They decide um, they don't take the right turn uh, in the SUV that they're using to head to the airstrip. And instead Taylor just decides to uh, put on, um, what are they? And yeah, (laughs) he just fucking floors it. And, um, and the last shot are several rounds. You hear them at first in the, in Mm -hmm. the distance and then several rounds of gunfire coming through the, the windshield. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then obviously you can tell that Taylor and Vaughn are at least hit and the the car crashes, and that is how that episode closes. Um, the next episode, uh, Chapter 7, Loud, Fast, and Keep Going, um, it opens at, with from the perspective of the other side, of the um, Boliv- Bolivians that have shown up on the airstrip there. And it's the guys that ha- ended up having to fire those guns yeah. um, from from uh, the other side of the airstrip at Vaughn and Taylor and everybody. It's them 
watching all of this stuff happening and then them making the decision to fire. So, uh, yeah, Barry and Chris are the only survivors of this bum rush. After Chris kills a Bolivian gang member, the two escape the airfield and return to Los Angeles. Going immediately to rehearsal, Barry gives poor line delivery and is berated by Sally and Jean. Uh, the Chechens receive a call from their Bolivian assassination target, Cristobal Cifuentes, who says that there is no need for violence as he would have gladly shared the stash house with them and declares war on the Chechens. So this was really fun meeting Cristobal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that guy is fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, he's kind of like, I, you know, I don't want to use the wrong words here, but he's, he sort of plays like a, um, he's kind of effeminate a little bit, like, well, so is Noah Hank. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Like maybe a, a feminine's not really even the word. It, it's for lack of a better term, but um, it, they kind of just play. They're very, very comfortable in their skin. Very, yeah. um, and uh, and he's just fun. He's like talking to Pizarre. Like yeah. you know, I really <laughs> wish that this didn't happen this way. Yeah, like they, they wear their hearts on their sleeves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're not the typical mobster gangster or hard, you know, scarred faced. Yeah. Uh, leather skin people they're really just like why we're like we, we're running a business and they understand what they need to do if they have to but yeah. at the same time it doesn't have to go that way yeah mm-hmm. you know and that's what's great but Michael Irby plays Cristobal nice yeah uh, um, but yeah he's uh, yeah that uh, guy's great might be more more right. fantastic casting yeah. yeah, I mean that is that is really really cool yeah he, and he's no stranger to HBO he was in uh, season 2 of True Detective Oh really? Yeah, oh he's nice. Now uh, the president of the chapter motorcycle club in Mayans on FX, which oh, is okay. a yeah, which is a spinoff of uh, of Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. So he's. Uh, did you ever watch Sons of Anarchy? Yeah, I watched oh, okay. that. Yeah. And I believe he did. Uh, I, I what was it? Uh, I think he was in the SEAL Team. Uh, yep, SEAL Team on CBS, and huh. uh, he was also in Fast and the Furious Five. This is him. Huh. Was, uh, nice. It's yeah. a lot of stuff I have not seen because I was like, "Where else has he been?" Because I haven't seen him before. But I yeah. only watched the first season of True Detective because that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that first season was yeah. awesome. <laughs> I, I, I'm almost <laughs> done with the third, so it's mm-hmm. pretty good. Oh yeah. Nice. Yeah, that mm-hmm. that's one of those shows that's on my little list of of stuff that I'm so hoping good. to get to before the end of the year. Here, mm-hmm. go back to season one and Michael everything. Michael Irby plays Cristobal amazingly. It just yeah. Is yeah. Uh, Pizarre, furious with Fuchs and believing Barry dead. Oh, yeah, that's what's fun. Is so, so Pizarre, he's he's so pissed at Fuchs because uh, Cristobal is so likable. He's just like, yeah. we yeah. have to kill Fuchs. Yeah. We fucked up. <laughs> 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 and and it, it's funny because Goron's really, uh, he, he's a good guy too. It seems like he's yeah. a family man. He's mm-hmm. he's just about business. Like it's the old ways that have just spread down, you know, mm-hmm. to the young. It's like, they're part of the family and the the business, and he's he's obviously the tougher out of all of them. Yeah, but at the same time, there's still that, like he's wearing sweaters. And, yeah, yeah, uh, and he's terrified. He's terrified of what his family thinks have, of him. Yeah. And they have to do they have to do uh, uh, business in the garage because his, <laughs> his daughters have a sleepover going. Yeah. Um, Moss learns that there were Marines involved with the hit on the Bolivians at the airstrip and realizes that Barry uh, is her mystery suspect, despite coincidental evidence that convinces the police otherwise. Chris, visibly shaken after the morning's events because he had to kill for the first time because he was just um, in, what did you say, he was just in logistics? Or, I mean, yeah, yeah something like that. Um, tells Barry that he intends to go to the police to clear his conscience. With no other options, Barry kills Chris and begins to suffer an emotional breakdown. This fucking scene, dudes. Yeah. Like, 
Chris Marquette. Yeah. That's the actor's name. Yeah, he's... Uh, that's he's, the actor's name, and Chris is also just his character's name by chance. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Oh, my God. Like, th- so great acting by, by, you know, on Chris's part. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I, I, on the rewatch... I was on pins and needles, mm-hmm. like re- knowing what was about to happen. I was just like, fuck, 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 yeah. fuck, fuck. Um, yeah, that was that was a huge moment in that show. I remember when that happened, j- you know, probably just running my hands through my hair and looking at you just like, yeah. I can't believe this show. Like yeah. <laughs> him and Bill Hader, just the way that Bill Hader is able to act like that, mm-hmm. like. Just him, like, yelling in the car, like, why did you say that? Like, yeah. just going off and going, like, from, like, zero to a hundred like that. And and then and then Chris realizing oh, fuck. what I he messed, just did. Yeah, 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 what he just, he just, just said. Yeah. yeah. Sealed his fate. Oh, my God. That, yeah. oh. Yeah. The, the, yeah, the, the tension in that scene is, is amazing. Um, yeah, they need, they deserve all the awards just for that. Yeah. Alone. And then the, the time that Barry spent with him and his family out on like the little boardwalk. Yeah. And, you know, started to really started to make a connection. Uh, like, um, you know, just a n- connection yeah. that people just have <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that Barry has never had. Yeah. And then having to deal with that and bringing that over to his acting class. Yeah. Leading into the next part here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so arriving late to class, um, shake uh, a, a lot. Excuse me. Arriving late to the class Shakespeare night, uh, Barry delivers his single line with such emotional intensity that the audience becomes captivated, and Sally gets a confidence boost, impressing an agent she had invited, um, and and impressing everybody. Um, I, I think at the end of that episode, uh, Jean approaches them and is like wants to uh, give him all the accolades and say, you know, you went to a place tonight. And then that's when Barry punches that, yeah. you know, punches the, the right. glass or whatever. And he's just like, yeah. okay, I see you're still in that place. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to leave you to your it. process. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. Uh, fucking, fucking intense. And it's crazy yeah. how, and this is what I mean about this show being, <clears throat> um, a little bit more, a little bit better than just, what I think could be uh, conjured up in your mind when somebody calls something a uh, dark comedy because mm-hmm. it got very, very dark and then it got very, very funny yep. yeah. because of the fact that everybody can't believe how well he just did and what we know as an audience took for it, <laughs> him to get there. He yeah. can't get there every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and... Um, so it, yeah, it just it surpasses that in 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 all all the right ways, you know. Um, so, anyways, that was that was a, a huge episode. Kudos to Bill Hader on that scene because yeah. the I don't know what he did to get himself there in real life. Yeah, just to get himself to get Barry to get there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even. That's uh, some uh, layers of an onion. Yeah. W- the only he should have to peel. Like, yeah. Uh, no, no one should be able to assume what he was going through or try to pick at it, but beautifully yeah. done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, whatever happened to you to you <laughs> get you there? Yeah. <laughs> but Jesus. Yeah. Um. Okay. And then we have the uh, season finale, chapter eight. Know your truth. 
Um, Barry takes his share of the money from Fuchs before assaulting him and telling him that he's done with uh, his life of crime. Fuchs tells Pizar that Barry is alive and should be killed, but Pizar prepares to kill Fuchs instead. Noho Hank alerts Barry, who promptly kills Pizar and his entire gang and forces Fuchs out of Los Angeles. So, um, yeah, this scene was pretty crazy. So Pizar, you know, it's kind of a sort of a cliche kind of a gag, but it was, you know, they do it in a fun way where uh, Pizar points the gun right at Fuchs's head and you hear the gunshot, but it wasn't from that gun. It was from Barry's from um, outside of the garage. And uh, uh, Goran's head is uh, bleeding profusely and his Mm -hmm. body's kind of just like swinging the gun around wildly Mm -hmm. as he's dying. (laughs) And then uh, Barry picks everybody else off and has has effectively rescued uh, Fuchs. Um, Hank then takes over leadership of the Chechens and organizes with the Bolivians. Uh, Moss discovers Ryan's copy of Gene's book in Taylor's apartment, believing the two had teamed up to bait the Chechens and Bolivians into war. So that book that uh, Taylor had gotten from Barry that he had uh, gotten the inspiration for to turn that raid into that stupid bum rush, uh, that's what they're able to use to... Uh, tie the two characters together and solidifies their suspicion that this was all something that was between Ryan and mm-hmm. these Marines who are now all dead because they have now effectively eliminated Barry from the suspect pool. Um, the LAPD discovered Barry's massac- massacre and conclude the Bolivians were responsible, closing the case and post- posthumously staining Ryan's reputation. Uh, Barry rejoins the acting class and starts a relationship with Sally again. A few weeks later, Gene invites Barry and Sally and Moss to his country home, where Moss becomes... Oh, well, it's it's going a little bit quick here. So this is... this is Before I read further, this is w- why it was important to... I thought maybe the... the There's a couple more daydream sequences in these episodes, right? Um yeah, there was the one where they're going through the grocery store looking for soup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Th- there's there's some moments where he's imagining himself later on in life. Uh, he he imagines himself talking to his children, a, a son and daughter. Yeah, that's right, and teleporting them to school because they're living in the future and stuff. So there's these fun uh, daydream sequences, and this is the halfway point of the finale. So this is about like 15 minutes in. And we start seeing this wonderful, fun, nice little sequence of uh, Barry, Sally, Gene, and Moss at uh, this cabin. And I think it, it, you know, you naturally think that you're watching another one of these dream sequences, especially because everything is going so well. Um, uh, So a few weeks later, Gene invites him to his country home where Moss becomes suspicious of Barry after learning he goes by his stage name, Barry Block. Uh, her suspicion is further propelled when Jean tells Moss of the monologue that uh, you mentioned from episode one where Barry gave about being a hitman and confirmed when she discovers a link between Barry, Chris, and Taylor on Facebook. Uh, Barry begs her not to pursue things further. When she refuses, Barry retrieves a hidden gun and shots ring out off, off screen. It is unclear whether Moss survived. Barry returns to the still-sleeping Sally and declares yet again to himself out loud that his criminal life is over. And that is how season one ends. Um, Without knowing exactly what has happened to Moss just now um, and all of that. So, 
Um, and, and of course we also got to see, like, I, I brushed over it by mistake. Um, I thought it was going to say a little bit more, but also Noho Hank and Cristobal forming their, their relationship yeah. and, um, wondering where that's going to go. So this is um, nice. It's nice. Yeah. <laughs> and, and when the guys get to know each other, it's going to be super great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, so that's the end of, of season one. And so, you know, obviously, like I said, we, we said at the beginning of this podcast, this is all just a celebration. So just really Real quick around the table. I mean, what did you think of season one? Was it? Oh, it was fantastic. Oh, one to I ten. Wait, one to oh. ten. 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 <laughs> one to ten. I hate doing it, but uh, yeah, it's it's definitely up there with a ten. Yeah, yeah. I I, I gotta I gotta give it a ten. I guess I could give it maybe a nine point five just because Always I love season. Yeah, because yeah. I love season two so much, and I want to give that a, a, a ten because I think that they they you know do even better in season two. Oh yeah. So I guess just. As a way of giving props to season two, uh, season one. I, I used to do a little movie review thing on on, uh, on Facebook too, and I, I just couldn't do star systems or one through ten. Oh yeah. yeah. Do what I decided to do was uh, level of suggest highly, medium, or low. Mm, yeah. And so I, I highly suggest it. There yeah. you go. I like that too. Yeah, because I didn't do that with the Game of Thrones stuff because mm. I don't really like it either. But. Uh, I just because knew I, we, I knew like, we were going to give it tens anyway. Yeah. There's, so. there's <laughs> always room for improvement. That's why I don't like the ten. But at the same time, like yeah. it just feels wrong giving it a nine point five. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, that whole ten, that one out of ten thing is weird because I'm too kind. So even when a movie sucks, I'm not going to give it a one. I'm going to give it probably five or six at <laughs> least. So and then what's one? What's a cup of tea for us? Might be a cup of piss for somebody. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I, I, I highly suggest <laughs> it. If you don't like it. Well, we differ, and uh, <laughs> yeah. I won't watch TV with you. So um, that's <laughs> <laughs> it's it's really that simple. Yeah. It's it's that easy in, in 2019. Yeah. Um, we don't have to know each other. We don't have to it's, hang out. It's red or blue. It's <laughs> really <laughs> it's, it's really what it is. Well, I'll do a. Civil I want to live in a bubble. Yeah. I'll civil war over this shit. I will. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's gonna go ahead and include uh, conclude uh, this episode of Exoverse TV. We're gonna take a little bit of a break here um yeah um (laughs) but um yeah so you know i just want to let you guys know i went ahead and made um actual uh, separate uh, instagram account for exoverse tv uh, it's just going to be uh, posting maybe some extra things might do some uh, live video stuff on there occasionally once i kind of uh, develop a more of a flow with the show um so you can check that out exoverse tv on instagram and twitter or exoverse media on uh, instagram and facebook um, we're going to go ahead and take a break here and uh, talk to you guys in a couple of days when we pick back up on uh season two of barry so have a good one guys thanks for listening Ha <laughs> ha